Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second book of Kings. Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, occupied the whole land and attacked Samaria, which he besieged for three years. In the ninth year, Phoshea, king of Israel, the king of Assyria, took Samaria and deported the children of Israel to Assyria, settling them in Hala at the harbor, a river of Gozan, and the cities of the Medes. This came about because the children of Israel sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up from the land of Egypt, from under the domination of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, because they venerated other gods. They followed the rights of the nations, whom the Lord had cleared out of the way of the children of Israel and the kings of Israel, whom they set up. And though the Lord warned Israel and Judah by every prophet and seer, Give up your evil ways and keep my commandments and statutes in accordance with the entire law which I enjoined on your fathers and which I sent you by my servants, the prophets. They did not listen, but were stiff-necked as their fathers who had not believed in the Lord their God. They rejected his statutes, the covenant which he had made with their fathers, the warnings which he had given them till in his great anger against Israel, the Lord put them away out of his sight. Only the tribe of Judah was left. The word of the Lord. Help us with your right hand, O Lord, and answer us. O God, you have rejected us and broken our defenses. You have been angry. Rally us. You have rocked the country and split it open. Repair the cracks in it, for it is tottering. You have made your people feel hardships. You have given us stupefying wine. Have Not you, O God, rejected us, so that you go not forth, O God, with our armies. Give us aid against the foe, for worthless is the help of men. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Stop judging, that you may not be judged. For as you judge, so will you be judged. And the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me remove that splinter from your eye, while the wooden beam is in your eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter from your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord. Did Christ spend any time in Sepphoris? Sepphoris was the most important and beautiful city in the Galilee region where Christ lived and worked. Sepphoris was a Greek city for a few centuries before the Romans replaced them. Sepphoris is not mentioned in scripture, but the Jewish historian Josephus called the city the ornament of Galilee. Sepphoris was perched like a bird on a 400-foot hill overlooking the Galilean Valley. Thus, its Hebrew name is Zippory, which means bird. Things then came into focus on top of Sepphoris. The city offered panoramic views of Cana, five miles to the northeast, and of Nazareth, four miles to the south. Many modern scholars like to propose that Jesus spent time in Sepphoris working with his father, Joseph. Perhaps Christ worked on the huge amphitheater, the outdoor theater in Sepphoris that 
sat 4,500 people? If so, and it is certainly not beyond the realm of possibility for father and son to walk four miles to work in construction, then Christ would have known about hypocrites. See, the term is a Greek one. A hypocrite was a stage actor in a Greek play, in Greek theater productions. A hypocrite was an actor who wore a mask. Christ used this Greek term in today's gospel passage, but by Christ's time, the word hypocrite had taken on a negative connotation. The negative connotation survives today. Hypocrisy is still with us 2,000 years later. More proof that there really are not any new sins. It's interesting about hypocrisy. Many, many so-called Catholics justify breaking God's commandments and not attending the Holy Sacrifice of Mass because they argue a Catholic church is a building, a, a theater of sorts, filled up with sinners and hypocrites. Well, perhaps these people are correct in their assessment, but isn't that kind of like saying, I never go to hospitals because they're just buildings filled up with sick people. My friends, of course Catholic churches are filled up with sinners and hypocrites. That's the point. Christ came to save sinners, not angels. And Christ, because he is God, knew that sinners would keep on sinning, even after he shed his blood for those on Calvary. And so, in his infinite mercy, Christ left us the eternal sacrifice of Mass, which makes Calvary present. And he left us the sacrament of penance, which is an extension of Calvary. Understand, we were baptized once. We do not need to be adopted 100 times, but we frequently fall into sin. We are all sinners. We are all, to varying degrees, hypocrites. Someone wrote that if people could see every one of a man's thoughts, then no one would be considered good. Now, all of this is not cause for despair. It's cause for hope. Paul of Tarsus called himself the chief of sinners, yet we call him Saint Paul because he ran the race. He went to battle against sin. How do we battle our hypocritical nature? Well, we look to the carpenter, the construction worker who worked with wood on Calvary, and we gaze upon the man of contradiction who hangs on two contradicting beams. When we reflect on just why he is hanging in his mystical body, well, we make progress in the spiritual life. We're given the grace to understand that the measure with which we measure will be measured out to us. We will stop judging because we will understand that we will be judged. When that happens, we will take the wooden beam out of our eye and put it on our shoulder and follow our king up Calvary. This is the opportunity Christ gives us at the Holy Sacrifice of Mass, to die to sin and the world by offering ourselves with our high priest. Hanging up high with Christ, we have a beautiful panoramic view of the valley below. Eternal things come into focus on top of Calvary. Calvary. 